0: This is self starter. Hello, folks. Welcome to Self-Startup. A podcast that highlights the small business owners, the self-employed and freelancers who've taken the plunge to create their own desirable lifestyle. My name is Andy Dowling. I'm also the host of the Andy Social Podcast. I play bass in the Australian metal band Lord and I'm also a dispute resolution specialist. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook by searching at Andy Dowling or we can head on over to selfstarter.com.au where you can learn more about yours truly and anything and everything to do with the self-employment world. This episode is with Jaris Sheed of Yanzi's Cafe in Tarawana, which is a northern suburb of Wollongong. Now, Yanzi's Cafe opened its doors in 2017, and since the launch, the cafe has seen considerable success in a booming Illawarra and Wollongong area. Jaris and his co-owner, Thomas Bailey, have gradually evolved the business into a multifunctional space to cater not only for the local coffee and cafe crowd, but also local artists and musicians to help celebrate and nurture local talent. The popularity of the cafe has helped complement the area, and with the recent opening of a local beer brewer next door, Yaantis is working collaboratively not only with them but other businesses in the area to ensure that not only are they benefiting but also the customers are getting a value added experience. I sat down with Jarris in the spacious and chilled open court area at the cafe to talk about the concept where the inspiration and the idea originally came from, his personal inexperience in running a business and what he had to do to make it all happen and heaps, heaps more. Now, as always, you can find all the resources and information about Yanzi's Cafe, including my key takeaways over at selfstarter.com.au. But for now, please enjoy this great chat with Jaris Sheen of Yanzi's Cafe. Hello, sir. Uh, thank you very much for having me at your lovely little establishment, uh, no Yanzi's. We'll kick off. Do you want to give a brief introduction of who you are and what your business is?
1: Yeah, um, my name is Jaris Sheed. Uh, I'm the owner of Yanzi's Cafe and Art Space in uh, Tarawana, and uh, we've been going for a year and a half now. We started on the uh, the 9th of January in 2017, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been going
0: really good. I'd run this with uh, my business partner Tom Bailey, but yeah, it's um it's a pretty cool space, and um, we were just speaking before it didn't start like this um, no. it's sort of been in stages that weren't even really intentional to begin with it sort of started as a smaller concept and sort of evolved over the last sort of year or so
1: yeah that's right if i'd had my way at the very beginning it probably would have had some sort of you'd probably be seeing some like mexican skulls and stuff around because was kind of <laughs> what i w- wanted to sort of start but yeah it started off as just like a um i kind of happened upon it getting shown I went to the antique store which is just kind of was next door to where we are now and was just looking for an old bookshelf and and, um, the lady in there kind of said, oh, I'll take you in and have a look at the story because I don't think we've got anything in here, but I'll show you the story. And she took me into like the what is now our art space. And, um, and it was just like a big room. And I was kind of like, oh, what's it being used for? And she was like, oh, it's not being used. The landlord's just storing her old stuff here. And so I kind of, that kind of got me in my head. Because I've always kind of wanted to do something that I could sort of like showcase art and stuff. But at, at, nothing really, anything in particular. But yeah, that was what sort of started the ball rolling. And then a couple of months later, I sort of noticed that i could probably maybe get a cafe going in here because uh, there wasn't anything around the area that i wanted to get going and then um sorry there wasn't anything in the area that, that sort of was like that there was a small cafe up on the corner but it wasn't any um anything any good let's just say yeah, yeah and um so i just kind of yeah it was like all right maybe i can do a cafe and i didn't have any experience or knowledge or anything a bit naive at the time but just really keen and um yeah so we just went straight into it approached the landlord and by that time, uh, the shop in front of our shop had kind of gone as well, and that was an old hairdresser. But they, they sort of moved along, and I was like, "Well, maybe I could join the back room and the front room together and make like a big space, and use the courtyard space we've got around in, and kind of join it all together." And and that was what we sort of decided, and that was where we sort of went went with. And uh, then I started looking for friends that kind of knew a bit more, because I realized pretty soon that I didn't know anything, and that like I needed to. <laughs> have somebody that did so i approached a few people and um i live i live really close to the place so i approached a few of my friends and i was i knew that like there was lots of people in the area and that it was something that was needed but these are guys that kind of aren't aren't from the area and they they kind of came down and they've been good friends of mine for a while but straight away they were kind of like i don't know man not many not many people around and not, not, not not a lot of foot traffic and stuff and i was kind of like well like i know that it's needed like i know that it's pretty important like that 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 it's like a that's a, it's a it's a it, there's an opportunity here and so I was I was I stayed keen and they weren't really keen so I was like All right, I'll find somebody else and I kept looking <laughs> and then I, re- I remembered that one of my good friends Tom from early childhood had been doing lots of hospital for his whole life and he would even mentioned like a couple of years back that that maybe he wanted to do a cafe one day so I hit him up and straight away he was like yeah man like let's do it let's go let's go 100% in let's just go for it and so and he and I if I'd had honestly I don't like I'm can't really compare it to going in with anybody else but if I'd have gone with anybody else I don't think it would be anywhere near as successful as it's been because he's been like the smartest dude with all this stuff like he just knows all of the ins and outs of like how a cafe works he's and I, when I started I was like man what how do you know all this stuff like what how have you what have you done he's like dude I've just had so many crap bosses that just haven't been <laughs> able to like
0: that- so, as you said earlier he's he's like he's had a lot of experience working in cafes like not owning them or anything like that but just running cafes working in yeah, them. yeah. being like a manager and yeah. working in them yeah 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 and just to back, backtrack a little bit there's two big things here like so the the original sort of light bulb moment was a space to display arts and things like that and music like it was sort of a creative sort of yeah. space yeah but then in order for that passion to become a reality and be viable then you thought I need something else and That's potentially right, yeah. the cafe came as an addition to whatever the first idea was. That's right, yeah. So the
1: first... I mean, I'm an artist by trade, I guess you'd say. um, Done music teaching and stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to... I just thought it would be, like, a cool place to maybe do some, like... Exhibition yep. stuff, and pretty quickly I realized that that wasn't going to be the only thing that it could be because where's the income, yeah. you know, how am I going to pay rent? And you know, art only sells when it's really, 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 really good. Yep. And um, so I was like, well, I need to have some sort of like um, regular income stream. So like, I thought a cafe would be important, and that's when I was like, yep, that's what we need around here um but just kind of yeah just kind of tuning into like what my housemates wanted as well they live in the area so they and they were like we need somewhere to go market research yeah i guess so like (laughs) not not anything like particular but yeah but yeah just just kind of think putting the feelers out and see what
0: people wanted in the area and yeah and um, yeah
1: that's that's how i kind of got
0: going and i know i know that you said like you know you're pretty pretty dead on the idea as far as keen and moving forward then you know you got your partnership up and running but you know when you're when you're talking to those other guys who had, had some experience and weren't from the area but sort of said, oh, I don't know about this and the foot traffic and all these sort of things, I mean, even though you were keen and you still pushed the idea, did you have that moment of doubt where you sort of went, like, shit, I mean, these guys probably know what they're talking about. Maybe I need to Maybe I need to reconsider? I'm
1: pretty stubborn. So, yeah. yes and no. I kind of was like seeing a few things that these other guys had done as well and kind of going, well, maybe they're like a bit too unsure of themselves yep. and like as in maybe they were thinking that because like really my opinion has always been like if you've got a good product and you've got and you're keen you can kind of swing it whichever way you want it like and you can't really fail in that in that way because if you're happy with what you're doing and and you're keen on it in the first place like failure doesn't really exist i guess because you're just kind of like i mean you can go into the hole and money talks when that when that kind of happens but if it's like if, uh, yeah I just I was just so keen that like that and when they were saying this kind of stuff to me, I was like well they're not the sort of people that I want to even push it with you know yeah, like okay, if I was yeah. if they if they're being like that then they're, they're that's not, not my the same. audience yeah, yeah. And that's not my audience they're not the vision that they don't have the vision that I do, kind
0: of thing, so yeah that 's also good because that way you're not you're not relying on the area you know as far as that foot traffic has been that sort of that indicator that you mentioned before. You said like you're relying on the product that you're creating and the experience that you're creating, and that's what sells. Yeah. Instead of like going the other way and going, well, I'm going to do the bare minimum yeah. because I'm going to rely on the traffic that walks past it and I'll right, suck it in that way. And then that traffic dries up, and then you've got nothing to to show. You, you, yeah. You're controlling what you can control. Yeah. yeah. Honestly,
1: like one of the biggest inspirations at the time was like just seeing how like the yours and ours guys had kind yeah. of started off, and I was like pretty regular. I lived in Wollongong when they just kind of got the cafe side of things started because yeah. they used to run that little tiny, what's now Rad Bar, but they used to run it as like yours and house cafe and at the time like I was there all the time nearly every every week doing the trivia and what having a drink or whatever and just seeing how they were so like just some of the boys kind of starting it off kind of thing as well and and like they're in Wollongong so it's a different area but like even just they're kind of like gung-ho kind of just if it works it works if it doesn't try something else kind of vibe that they were doing yep. And like I just kind of like saw that kind of change happening in Wollongong as a whole and it has. It's like yeah. become more of like a food hub now. They've got the night markets and that kind of stuff and people are actually involved and want to get out and do stuff and in yeah. their culture. Was like, I was like, I'll capitalize on that. I guess just in general, cafes are becoming more popular and like it just kind of felt felt like the right time and kinda of felt like the right place and there yeah, that was that was that was a big influencer, I think, at the time as so well. I guess I wasn't really like conscious of it all but I was like noticing it all kind of happening and and that's what kind of made me go yep that's going to work like I'll do that there'll be people clean there's heaps of people in the area it's also one of those strange little towns where it used to be just all old people in their like fibro houses Mm -hmm. and it's all turning into duplexes now so like all these families of those of Those older people are buying up their parents' houses and and um, making two properties on it, selling so, it, and that two properties means more people. And they so like the whole area is getting big, and like caramel's getting picked up now as well and developed, and they're yep. putting apartments in. So I just can see there's lots of people in the area, and people wanted to eat, drink, and, and be merry. So that was why we kind of wanted to do that.
0: It's cool. I mean, uh, I guess uh, one of the things that you would have had, actually, let me rephrase that. What were some of the challenges that you had leading up to the the opening of your business? You mentioned like you had a soft launch to begin with. I think we might have spoken about that before we were recording. But what were some of the things that you had to go through, keeping in mind that you've had no experience in opening opening a cafe? Was there anything in particular that was a that was a challenge, to sort of the professionally even in a business sort of sense, that you had to sort of deal with?
1: Yeah. So with um, in terms of getting funds together, I had to get a loan, mm. and um, without sort of going through the details, yeah. I had to kind of like um. Work out my own sort of where I'd been, and I was pretty clueless. I guess as I said before, it's kind of like a student, I guess, up until like my, my mid 20s, and um, didn't really know <laughs> how to like manage my funds. I hadn't really done any of that kind of stuff, so I was just kind of like, oh, what's my work history? How's that going to help me sort of get a loan? And it and it meant that I couldn't really at the time, so I had to. It felt kind of sheepish, but I had to. And my mum was kind of like the one that kind of could help me out at the time. And I felt kind of sheepish because, like, I had to kind of convince her that this is something that I wanted to do. And she's like, well, "Why do you want to do it?" Like, had, and I, and basically, I just said what i just said to you. I was just really keen, and and she kind of helped me there. She was like, "All right, well, I'll, I'll, we'll get a loan in my name, and then we'll get that started." And 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 I had to kind of convince her, I guess, at the time. But and i like it's, it was just like that was pretty challenging to sort of work out what we we're going to do because I didn't know how much it was going to cost. I didn't really have any ideas. I was kind of like trying to make little kind of business plans at the time every time i do it i just get annoyed and just delete it all and just <laughs> and so i was just kind of like look i'm just gonna just just go with whatever whatever i've got I've, i mean i've i've got i've got some like furniture stuff that i've got laying around i've got a mate who's got a, a bunch of old furniture and getting he's, resourceful yeah kind of just like picking up whatever i could and and yeah that's that the, the biggest challenge at the start was just finding somebody that that would do it with me i guess and mm. that was like the hardest the hardest part and um, when I found Tom as soon as we started get going um, we were here for like a year getting everything on the on the move and um, sort of doing renos and teaching ourselves and, and in terms of the actual business side of things at the time we were approaching council and seeing if we could do it all and like trying to work out the best way to do that and, and um, even like the uh, even the people that were uh, sort of telling me like oh you're gonna to have to get approval and this is gonna take months and months and you might have to go to a certifier instead of cancel and a certifier at the time seemed like the best way to go turned out it wasn't um, that was a big big hiccup I guess we had to go through um, so we there's when we start like this kind of thing it was when you're getting approval for the sort of um, the CDC, which is like the Complying Development Certificate from the Council, that was like, I didn't know any of that stuff, I didn't even know that you needed to get one and like, I knew that this used to be a bakery so it had already been kind of approved for food and drink, but I didn't really know like what um, that meant for a cafe slash art space kind of thing we didn't have to change much there, but we did have to kind of apply to have it redone for a new one, so we had to kind of get all that together and that meant a lot of red tape kind of
0: online and Talking to different people and It'd be you know. pretty overwhelming. Like so much stuff that you have. Like and yeah. And I think we said before we were recording. Like if you knew all the steps that you had to take when you first had the light bulb idea. Yeah. You, you may not have actually yeah gone ahead with it. I, I really so do much. think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I. I yeah. Would have probably gone. That's too hard. <laughs> I guess it's just a case of just chipping away at things. Each hurdle that comes along, you yeah. just deal with it and then just move on to the next. Yeah. Thing. I feel like that's
1: pretty much the biggest lesson I've learned from this whole thing. Even just in life, man. Like it's been like like the life work balance has been pretty tricky but like taking yeah as you said taking each hurdle as it comes and just doing it doing it when you can and like doing what you what you need to do and and just yeah otherwise people get up here and tell you that you're going to get fined or you, so you just do it <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and, another, and another one that like and a big piece of of um, I mentioned the yours and ours guys I had a meeting with Adam from yours and ours as I was starting it up because yeah as you said I was going to be resourceful I was I probably should talk to people and yep. have a chat I went and had coffee with him in um, in Theroux and just had a chat and sort of sort of asked him a few questions. And one of the biggest pieces of advice he gave me at the time was like, look, all of this red tape stuff and all of this kind of thing that you need to like do comes along and people kind of breathe down your neck and you get letters and they're in red and it's like it's kind of scary. But none of it's personal. And like all that stuff, there's just some dude in the council chambers just trying to tick a box. Yeah. And, so, and, and if you let that kind of stuff get to you and think, oh, crap, I'm not, I'm not doing this right and I'm, I'm the one that's like, this is the reason why this is happening and I'm, I'm responsible, I'm not doing this right, then you kind of start to go, well why am I doing it and that that, I just keep thinking about that whenever that kind of stuff comes along it's just like it just needs to get done nobody's going to nobody's going to get annoyed at me they're just they're just going to give me a fine (laughs) that's
0: it no one's deliberately trying to shut you down no no that's right the council's not out to do that kind of stuff you know that's it that's it um, so being up and running for about a year now, or a year and a half coming to, um, what are the what are the challenges that you got at the moment? I mean, I look around and you were talking about, like, business is great, it's doing really well, but what's something that you, like a hurdle or anything that you sort of, or even a day-to-day challenge that you've got to deal with?
1: Yeah, so one of the biggest day-to-day challenges is the weather. Like, yep. honestly, the weather is the biggest thing. Today, we're sitting in, like, a 30-degree day yep. it's supposed to get up to, yep. and it's already getting pretty stinking hot. So, like, by about lunchtime it stops coffee stops definitely so like that's 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 a hurdle the one thing that is good though is that whenever there's it weather's bad through the week means that people are so much keener to get out on the weekend so those weekend weeks where we have bad weather either it be windy or raining or too hot on the weekend even if it's a stinker like it'll just pack out like we have music here on a saturday and sunday as well um we get people playing in the courtyard out here and um and then but yeah that the sort of day-to-day things is yeah just the weather mainly and like we, we've we've sort of gotten to a rhythm now about how much stuff we need for certain days and like kind of what um, ordering we need to do so that's not too much of a problem anymore it was at the start it was was pretty tricky a bit to, of kind trial of, and error, to try error yeah, yeah, what yeah. days are that's right than not others. throwing out things that you yeah. no over ordering and you know and um, and we've just been really really lucky that like um, the communities has had such a good response that, like, the financial side of things has been kind of speaking for itself. And Tom and I just kind of, because um, we're not doing anything else in here, we don't need to sort of worry about fixing ourselves up too much. We just kind of just let business do it, and, yep. and, and then and then and every now and again we check in on on the numbers and kind of go, "Whoa, that's, that's, really, <laughs> that's really really hectic," and that's good. And then then, but yeah, that's about the day to day stuff. The the weekends are flat out, and yep. I would say that like. It's to the point of like we want more staff, but the kitchen's not that big. So we, <laughs> we have we have eight people here on Saturday and Sunday. Wow. So it's um, it's getting yeah, it's getting out of control with with that sort of size of, of staff. It's a good problem to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely a good
0: problem to have. Yeah. Um, so having some sort of hospitality business for you providing, you know, a, a place to eat and drink. And, and obviously you've got an element of entertainment there as well because, you, you know, that's feeding the initial passion of and the idea that's of right. having a space for, for artists. But, um, I mean, are you, are you using online, any sort of online marketing or anything like that? Um, have you just been really lucky with the area or have you sort of found that um, having a bit of online presence has also helped?
1: So pretty much the, the main research tool that we use is um, looking at other people's Instagrams, other cafes and other restaurants and stuff. And like, from, in terms of like our own promotional stuff, it comes from the fact that we do nothing but, <laughs> so, so, so a bit, I'm not really like embarrassed to say it, but like it's it comes from the fact that the dishes we serve here presented in a way that people are going to want to take a photo of it. So, yeah, cool. so we let the, the crowd do the talking, and like a lot of the time, when our like um, dishes go out straight away, you'll see them putting down the table, and all the girls will grab out their iPhones and start taking photos, and it's, it's and that that means that we don't have to worry about that stuff, and, and it also means that like. You see, like a crazy-looking dish that we have on our special menu, and it might pop up in your newsfeed or something like that. And everyone goes, "Oh, what's that?" And they literally, you look at anybody's. We get tagged in it and say, "Like, oh, we're at Yarns Cafe having this." And then you look at the comments, and everyone's like, "Where is this? Where I got to try this? Oh my gosh!" Like, and it's like, that's all we do. And and then the only the other thing that we do is. Um, When our specials do come out, we just put up a photo saying like we've got like this artist playing on Saturday, we've got some new artwork up in the gallery, this is our new special, and that's literally all we do. We've had a few interviews here and there with the local media, and we signed up at the start with um, Good Food Guide, but they ended up being a bit like, uh, straight away I was kind of like, this is... You talked about before about like hurdles at the start. I I kind of was like I should probably go to like talk to these business people, and I went to the council and had like business meetings and like tried to do some online st- online stuff where it was like researching about how to like. And for me, for our business model, it was hard to um, it was hard to accept that like all of that kind of business research is. Uh, a business sort of tools that you can sort of tap into. Uh, it, it was hard for me to accept that that works for every single business, yeah. and I feel like personalizing it was was a better idea. And like, I feel like it, what I've what I've headed towards is is a much more personal thing. And yeah, without into when when that comes to online stuff, it's like I let the food speak for itself. I let the I let the food and the presentation of it speak for itself. And when people come here, they see the vibe of it, and it's yeah. The we don't do a great deal of online, but what we do, it's we've really like. To and it, it comes, again, back to the, I reckon it comes back to how I do, deal with my band, like yep. with, with the band and how we promote the band. We only put pictures up now, like we yep. don't do anything else except for that. And that's the same with the
0: cafe. We only put pictures it's up. It's a visual thing. But yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's, not, it's not about quantity, it's quality, you know. 100%. And yeah. so when you do put something up, it is of the standard that you expect. And yep. the other thing is like all the additional ideas that other cafes might do or the expectations of what a cafe should or shouldn't be doing. I mean. You can you can add that on at any stage. That's on the track right. Yeah, if yeah. and when it's appropriate. Yeah,
1: that's right. And if if we need it, then we would. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: And I think just having that genuine approach, where you just do things that mean that mean the most to you. Yeah. And I think people identify with that, and they they're attracted to that because you're not just going through the motions and ticking boxes. You're doing things because you're passionate about. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, a year and a half in, what's what's the next sort of six to twelve months look like? I mean, oh, you've you've explained a little bit with. Um, and you'll have to give me some photos as well. But you you sort of got these little partnerships, not formal, but these little partnerships with. There's a brew house next door. There's a tire place on the other side. There's this really cool courtyard and this communal sort of vibe. But are you, I mean, you sort of gradually expanded this place over the last year or so. That's right. Yeah. Is there any? Is there any other sort of plans in the near future, or is it more of a case of just just keep rolling with what we've got? Well,
1: you. Pretty much nailed it on the head when you said that, like it's like a communal thing, and that wasn't in that wasn't even something that we expected when it sort of started happening. They these other other businesses just started opening up around us, and um, I guess they could see that it was a kind of um, a attractive area to sort of start doing stuff in. So they all kind of jumped in as well and that and they were just really complimentary, they just ended up, people can go get Thai and have a coffee afterwards or you know have, have your meal and you, we've all got BYO in our cafe for the brew house so you can take your beers in and we can take food in, into the brew house and it's all just really like communal and it's really all worked really well and it's, I'm just glad that the other business owners as well have seen that it only work if they were working with us and not against this That's sort of it. thing. And so, like, it, it's, and it has, and it's really, really taken off. In terms of what we're gonna do next, for a while there, I was like thinking, like, what do we do next? Like, what, what's, do we expand? People had suggested that we go and start a new cafe, like, just go and do another one somewhere else, because it had been so successful. And I was like, no, no way am I gonna do that. If I did that, I'd have to half my, my passion throughout the two and I'd be stressed myself too thin. I wouldn't I don't trust anybody enough at the moment to run the other one by itself. So I was like, no, I'm still enjoying myself here, still challenging, still busy all the time. So I'll just wanna keep this going and then for a while, I was like stressing a bit about like what we're we going to do. Is it's going to die off? Surely it's going to die off some point. Like surely it's going to go down, and it will. Like a, there's going to be a time when another cafe opens up, or you know the area gets be, become less financially stable, or whatever. You know, there's going to be things that happen, but as as it's always been, it's just going to be. I have to take it as it comes and work out what happens when it when it happens. Kind of thing. I can't plan for the future, but every time I've done that in the past, it's kind of set myself up to be a bit too stressed out about like yeah. doing that kind of thing. So, I've never really like bothered. But for now, I'm getting more and more um, satisfaction out of for the, for the fact that it has gone so, so good. We've been able to take more days off. So Tom and I take two days a of, week off each. Like we kind of alternate Friday, Saturday, and then I have Sunday, Monday off, and um, we we sort of do that, and then that has meant that I've got like a little bit of spare time to focus on who's the next artist I'm going to get into, into the gallery like who, we always get local people so I'm always looking around the local area and I really like getting exposed to all that new art I get new musicians in always looking for new musicians I've booked we're in out to sort of after Main now at the moment and with musicians on the weekends so I really like taking that kind of role on as well and building up a bit of a, a repertoire of people that I can sort of call upon to do some music and yeah so that's that's Kind of what we're doing. We were just rolling with it, and um it's been still on the up. We've breaking, we broke our record a couple of weekends back, and yeah, it's just, it's. I guess we're doing something right, so I don't want to change it. You know, don't change, don't fix something not broken, kind of thing. So that's where we're just at keep, at the moment.
0: Just keep doing the best at what you've what you've created. That's yeah. it, man. That's it. That's cool. Well. I'll put links everywhere, i put a bunch of photos up oh, and awesome, uh, if great. anyone's in the area you should stop by. I'm actually really impressed, man. Like I, oh, I I saw a couple of photos online, but I got here and went, wow, this is a really cool space. It's not your stereotypical cafe that that's you just it, rock man. up, as I said before. You walk in, it's a tiny little spot where you're sort of forced to sit down immediately or yeah. there's two tables out the front and that's it. It's a really sort of open space vibe and it's yeah. casual and it's it's awesome. So, well Thanks, done. Thanks, man. Thank you. Cheers. All right. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed that chat with Jaris from Yanzi's Cafe. If you want to go and scope out the cafe yourself, you can go to number 2 slash 81 Meadow Street in Tarawana, which is a northern suburb of Wollongong, and you can go and check all that out. Now, you can also find Yanzi's Cafe on Facebook by searching Yanzi's Cafe. That's Y-A-R-N-S-Y-S Cafe. And... The same on Instagram as well. But as always, the links, everything we discussed in this chat will be over in the show notes over at selfstarter.com.au, including my key takeaways. Now, I got four key takeaways from this chat with Jaris. Now, there was heaps of extra stuff there. So as always, in true self-starter fashion, I'd love to hear from you if you got something different out of this particular chat with Jaris or anything else that I've missed in a previous episode. I'd love to be able to highlight it in one way or the other in an upcoming episode or a blog post or something like that to give some added value for you guys as well. But here are my four key takeaways from this chat with Jaris from Yanzi's Cafe. Number one. Find the right people. Now Jarrus had no experience running a cafe, let alone a business, and he didn't pretend otherwise. Jarriss sought out friends who had experience to not only get insight and advice, but ultimately build a partnership with his friend Tom, who had many years of working and managing in cafes. Together and with advice from other friends running successful businesses in the area, they were able to follow through on an idea and make it reality. Number two, find confidence in what you are creating. At times, Jaris certainly felt the heat of the constant challenges of creating and launching a business. But what kept him going through those times was focusing on what he had control over rather than those external factors that he often did not have control over. Jaris is a firm believer of enthusiasm combined with a great product or service can lead to success, which helped motivate him through those tougher times. Number three, it's never personal. Jaris learned a valuable lesson from a fellow friend and business owner that the external challenges are never personal. Bills, licenses, permits, fines, notices and the mountains of paperwork are merely coming from others who are just trying to do their job. Jaris made sure that he didn't get swept up in the emotional aspect of being challenged by various providers and the local council and took the approach of just getting it done. Number four, excite your customers. In a world of Instagram and instantaneous social media updates, Jarus ensures that their food is served in a way that people will want to take a photo of it. By encouraging and embracing the social media world, especially when it comes to foodies, Jarus is letting the food and his happy customers do the talking by them wanting to take the photos, posting them online, and hopefully tagging the cafe. And that's it, folks. Those were my four key takeaways from this episode with Jaris from Yancy's Cafe. As always, if there was something that I missed or something different that you got out of this episode, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can use the contact page over at selfstarter.com.au or you can uh, message me through Twitter, Instagram or Facebook by searching at Andy Dowling as well. That's it, folks. Another episode in the bag. Really appreciate the support. Thank you for the feedback. It's been absolutely motivating and inspiring to get a lot of great uh, feedback from you guys and I'm really looking forward to bringing you more and more episodes from different business owners and i'm starting to branch out into other parts of the country so stay tuned until the next episode take care folks larry larry please